if a murder is reported and all indications suggest that it resulted from domestic violence gone wrong the deceased partner often becomes the primary suspect for several reasons they typically spend the most time with the victim possess knowledge about the victim's daily activities and maintain connections with their in-laws which sometimes allows them to delay delivering the news of their significant other's death however it is crucial to know that these factors are not the sole motivations behind partner killings various methods can lead someone to commit murder one method to evade police scrutiny is to provide a rock solid alibi and today's prime suspect in the case has such evidence an act witnessed by thousands of online viewers this revelation made sure that he was not responsible for his girlfriend's death rather he was devastated to learn about her murder and the loss of their unborn child but what if the alibi was so meticulously fabricated that no one realized the actual murderer was sitting right next to them grieving and shedding tears over their actions ultimately gaining sympathy only to be arrested as the two culprit in the end half today happened 5 months ago in december 2022 and the trial for the case is still ongoing as of the recording of the episode now personally the reason why i decided to do this case was due to the alibi of the criminal that he had constructed the killer might have thought of an innovative way to get more and more people to witness him so that they can vouch for his absence from the crime scene but the investigation conducted by the police was so thorough that he was caught in less than 2 months from the night of the murder hi my name is tanvi and this week we are off to northern ireland in the city of lurgan on the morning of 19 december 2022 the body of a 32 year old woman was found in silverwood green street in lurgan the woman was pregnant and had suffered numerous stab wounds on her neck and was strangled along with head injuries the body was identified as natalie mcnally who was killed in her own home and her partner her boyfriend at the time had alerted the police force since he was the only one present in the house and was the first one on the scene the police apprehended him under the suspicion of committing the murder considering the crime had resulted in the tragic death of his pregnant girlfriend it would be expected for the boyfriend stephen mcculler to cooperate with the police to facilitate a prompt investigation and allow for Natalie to be laid to rest but Stephen did not adhere to the request at first and did not want to act as a witness in the investigation the police took him to the station on 21st December 2022 and questioned him about his whereabouts on the night of the murder Stephen was employed in the digital media field working part time for the Belfast Telegraph However, his primary occupation revolved around video streaming. He operated a YouTube channel under the username votesaxon07 and had amassed around 37,000 subscribers before the tragic incident. On December 18th, he went to Natalie's parents' house to pick her up 
as they had gathered there to watch a football match. Stephen and Natalie returned to their residence at 5 p.m. and this event was captured on the CCTV camera. Later that evening, Stephen had scheduled a live stream session lasting 6 hours during which he intended to play Grand Theft Auto from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Due to his engagement in the live stream, Stephen was occupied playing the game in front of a substantial audience at the time of Natalie's demise. This provided him with a solid alibi, prompting the police to consider him more as a witness rather than a suspect. Around that time, the results of Natalie's post-mortem examinations were released. The report revealed that she had been subjected to a brutal attack, which included multiple stab wounds to her neck, fractures in her neck and face resulting from strangulation, and a blow to her head with a blunt object. Devastatingly, the authorities informed Natalie's parents that Natalie, who was 15 months pregnant at the time, was carrying a son. The family later chose to name the unborn child Dean. The police were diligently conducting investigations in their quest to identify individual responsible for entering the house and perpetrating the heinous crime. According to the CCTV footage released by the police on 22nd December 2022, the police urged the public to help them identify the man in the video who was seen carrying a rucksack and who arrived at Natalie's house at 8:52 p.m. and left at 9:30 p.m. Natalie's parents and her three brothers opted to utilize the power of digital media to raise awareness about her tragic death. They engaged with numerous news channels, sharing their heartfelt pleas and requesting the public's assistance in providing any information that could aid in apprehending the killer. When asked whether they thought Stephen could be the killer, they denied this accusation quickly. Stephen started spending time with the family. trying to console them during this hard time as well as being surrounded by people who loved Natalie and cherished her he got a lot of sympathy from her family as he had lost his girlfriend and child in a single night natalie's family mentioned that both stefan and natalie were prepared to progress their relationship to the next level with the baby on the way they had decided to sell their current house and find a larger one making preparations to embrace the new chapter in their lives. The police did not release any information related to her death in media and did not inform the parents about the details of her death. This void of misinformation led to multiple rumors spread by media. They began weaving their interpretations and narratives around Natalie's tragic death, deviating from the facts. As per one of the theories, Natalie had been stabbed because of an argument with the killer and he or she had struck her because of anger another theory suggested that natalie already had a knife while she was confronting the killer but he or she snatched it away from natalie and then struck her with the knife rumors were circulating about the existence of a stalker who had been relentlessly pursuing natalie with claims that she had confided in her family and friends about this unsettling attention However, the police swiftly dispelled this theory in an official report, stating that there was no evidence to support the existence of a stalker. RTE News is a prominent Irish news channel that covers various local and international news stories. In this case, 
RTE News was the first media outlet to report that Natalie had been stabbed to death. Shockingly, Natalie's parents learned about the nature of their daughter's death through this news channel before the police had an opportunity to inform them. It wasn't until later when the police gave them all the information and showed them the condition of her body, leaving the parents to hope that Natalie did not suffer when she passed away. Natalie's brother, Declan, expressed concerns and raised important questions regarding the killer's family. He emphasized that if the family was aware of the heinous act committed by the perpetrator, they should possess a moral conscience and come forward to the police, providing their cooperation to ensure justice for Natalie. Following the killer in the Silverwood Green area, the police made two arrests in connection with the case, but no charges were filed against the individual taken into custody. As the story of a stalker was quickly thrown away, the people living in Logan, especially in Silverwood Green, were worried about their safety since the killer still wasn't caught. But the police were confident that Natalie had allowed the killer to enter her house willingly, indicating that she knew the identity of the killer. In their determined pursuit to catch the perpetrator, the police issued an official statement accompanied by CCTV footage appealing to the public for assistance in identifying the individual captured in the footage. Additionally, they launched a comprehensive ground investigation, engaging with pedestrians and motorists to elicit any potential recollections or misinformations related to the night of the murder. Detective Chief Neil McGuinness made a compelling plea to the public, urging anyone who possesses dashcam footage or has any recollection of the night of the murder to step forward and share their information. Given that the incident occurred on the same Sunday as the finals of 2022 FIFA World Cup, many individuals would have been present in pubs or other public venues, indicating the likelihood that someone may have witnessed or captured something relevant to the case. In order to encourage the public for sharing valuable information, an independent organization called Crime Stoppers offered a reward of £20,000. This reward would be given to the source who provides substantial information regarding the crime. And importantly, the identity of the informant would be kept strictly anonymous, ensuring their protection and security. After consulting with Natalie's parents, it was revealed that Stephen and Natalie's relationship began in August 2022 and they swiftly discovered that Natalie was expecting a child. Given that their relationship had spanned just four months, Stephen had only met Natalie's parents on two occasions. However, there are no reports of Stephen's parents and if Natalie ever had the chance to meet them. In fact, throughout the case, I haven't heard or read anything about his parents. When the police went back to Natalie's house, they found the murder weapon and along with it, the police seized Stephen's desktop computer to corroborate his alibi and gather further evidence related to his activities during the time of a murder. As far as Natalie knew, Stephen was busy with his live stream and was going to be there for the next six hours as the stream started at 6 p.m. When their phones were investigated, they found that Stephen had sent a text at 5.57 p.m. to Natalie saying, quote, right. 
I am away to stream the night away. Wish me luck. Unquote. Natalie replied to the text two minutes later. Stefan had stood to his alibi and made sure that people knew where he was, wherever he talked to them. While talking to Natalie's friends and family, he made sure they knew his status and his whereabouts during the time of her death. During the funeral, Stefan requested to spend more time with Natalie alone and was permitted by her family and friends. But no one really knows what happened during those 20 minutes. Now that police had his computer, they were able to analyze the live stream and when they found out the details of the video, they did not waste time arresting Stefan on the charges of Natalie's murder. In his online video, it was apparent that Stefan was busy in front of the screen and was seen by thousands of viewers playing the game live, again giving him a solid alibi. But now, the police had identified that the video was completely pre-recorded. Stefan recorded it on 13th of December and launched it on his YouTube channel on 18th, which meant that Stefan had no alibi to prove his whereabouts during those six hours. In case you are wondering how he managed to do the entire stream without chatting or messaging the viewers, well, at the beginning of the stream, he advised the viewers not to text him as he won't be able to respond due to a technical glitch. Stefan also deleted the entire pre-recorded video from his computer five minutes after the post live stream ended. Talking about the live stream, if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto or GTA, you know that the player needs to do a mission to finish the story of the game. But if you want to earn money, you can do a side mission. During one such side mission, while he was live streaming, he was murdering a woman by hitting her with a car and making it look like an accident. He also says, quote, I need to kill this bitch. I need to take her down. Unquote. At one point during the stream, he said, pay attention 007 and took a break. During that time, the screen was replaced momentarily with the poster of the James Bond movie, No Time to Die. When he returned to the screen, he apologized, throwing the excuse of a technical glitch once again. With the analysis of the entire video, the police also gathered 4,000 hours of CCTV footage and conducted door-to-door investigations, analyzing every single frame of the CCTV to trace the footsteps of the killer. By now, the police did not doubt that Stefan had planned this entire murder very carefully and meticulously planned a perfect alibi so that he won't be treated as the prime suspect. The CCTV from the bus station showed that Stefan got off in Logan and started walking towards Silverwood Green. He initially walked past Silverwood Green and that would come back to see if Natalie's car was still in the parking and if the lights in the house were on or not. At approximately 9pm, neighbours reported hearing the sound of a woman's scream. The individual captured on the CCTV footage, whose face was concealed by a hood, snood or a scarf, and was wearing gloves, was seen carrying a shopping bag. However, when he was captured on the CCTV footage after 9pm, the same person appeared to have changed their attire and calmly walked away from the house, eventually entering a taxi. 
Throughout the events surrounding Natalie's murder, Stephen's phone remained switched off. Following his last text message to Natalie, which was sent at 5:57 p.m., his phone remained inactive until 11:16 p.m. when he switched it back on. The police even had CCTV footage of Stephen boarding a bus from Lisbon to Logan. To pay for the ticket in coins, Stephen had to remove his black glove, which revealed a yellow marigold glove underneath. The same glove whose prints were found at the crime scene. If by now you've been able to keep yourself from getting angry seeing the amount of work this guy had put to kill his pregnant girlfriend, there's more. During a visit to Natalie's parents, Stephen engaged in a conversation with them regarding the tragic events that had taken place. However, he abruptly requested to leave, citing the excuse of having forgotten his phone. In reality, Stephen strategically concealed his phone in Natalie's parents' house, hoping to gain insight into their behavior and to know whether they regarded him as a suspect in the case. For 40 minutes, he left the phone in their house and recorded their conversation. The entire thing was captured and stored in Stephen's phone, which later came into the possession of the police for analysis. Following his arrest, Stephen sought bail from the court. However, his request was denied based on the court's assessment of the situation. The court deemed that there was a risk of Stephen reoffending if released, as well as a potential risk of him disrupting and interfering with the ongoing investigation. In one of the CCTV footages that was presented during the trial at 12:17 a.m. on December 18, 2022, the night of the murder stefan was standing in front of the house discarding trash he was not wearing the same attire when he initially entered the house the prosecution argued that stefan deliberately changed his clothes and disposed them in an attempt to eliminate potential evidence linking him to the crime during the trial it was revealed that stefan decided to kill natalie upon discovering that she was still in communication with her ex-boyfriend evidence presented in the court indicated that natalie had exchanged a total of 32 text messages with her ex-boyfriend on whatsapp additionally it was discovered that natalie's phone had been unlocked 9 times before her death during the trial stefan finally admitted to assaulting natalie according to him when he checked her phone he found something he did not like and that became the catalyst for the assault and the murder he even admitted to hitting his ex-partner by hitting her in the face indicating that this wasn't the first time he had thought or done something like this it may not have reached the horrifying stage of taking someone's life but he did think that hitting their partners would provide some kind of solace or satisfaction to him stefan maintained the act that once he had finished the live stream He started drinking alcohol and then fell asleep. When he woke up, he saw Natalie's body and called the police. The case of Natalie was expected to proceed at a gradual pace due to the backlog of cases in the Irish court system. Consequently, Stephen remained in custody awaiting his court appearance. However, on 21st April, Stephen failed to appear before the court as scheduled, prompting the prosecutors 
to request an additional 4 weeks and for Stefan to remain in custody until May 19th, 2023. Northern Ireland's alarming femicide rates, among the highest in Europe, have evoked a strong demand for justice for Natalie's tragic death. The community has been deeply disturbed by the heinous nature and harrowing details of her murder. However, the resolution and verdict of the case remain to be seen, leaving people anxiously waiting for the outcome and hoping that justice will be served. On the day this episode releases, Stefan will be brought to court for a hearing and hopefully he will be deemed guilty. In Ireland, typically the charge of murder results in life in prison, but considering the circumstances of this case, I really hope that he receives the death penalty for murdering Natalie and their child. If you are interested in knowing the result of the trial, let me know on our social media or wherever you guys are listening this case. I'll release the information about the verdict and let you guys know what's the outcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Shades of Macabre. Your feedbacks and reviews help me make your listening experience better. So leave us a review wherever you are listening. Don't forget to subscribe or follow our podcast so that you can be notified of our latest episode and be the first one to listen to the cases. You can find the images related to the cases covered on the podcast in the episode notes. And if there's a case you want us to cover or if you just want to say hi, drop us a message on Instagram at Shades of Macabre. We will be back next week. Till then, take care and be safe.